Good evening and welcome to Slam the Gavel, the show that tells it all regarding family court, other court issues, as well as CPS. I am your host, Marianne Petrie. This episode of Slam the Gavel is sponsored by CPS Protect Consulting Services. Child protective services cases are among the most frightening experiences any parent can endure. Don't face them alone. With urgent assist by CPS Protect, you get the peace of mind to raise your children as you see fit and the personalized assistance of their team of expert child welfare consultants, former CPS investigators themselves, right when you need it. Get started absolutely free at cpsprotect.com forward slash register. And this is available in all 50 states. And go to the site please do your job.com. We need 2000 signatures to get a case reopened. That's please do your job.com. I have two great friends on. They are returning Amanda's story. Her case takes place in Forsyth, North Carolina, season four, episode 125 and 142. And I have my good friend on Amy Palacios, where her case takes place in Cabarrus County, North Carolina. She's been on season three, episodes 147, 165, and 179. Season four, episodes 134, 145, and 150. Season five, episodes 22 and 70. We're going to talk about the corruption with the good old boy network, the monopoly behind the scenes, and what is going on, really going on in North Carolina. I welcome you both, Amanda and Amy. Hi. Hi. Good to be here. I'm glad you're here to tell your story. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's been an interesting. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Yeah, it's all I say to people is I am very sorry this is you're being put through this very much well amy are you gonna start or you want me to start? i want you to start i just updated my story so i just want okay. you to start with your everything um, going on. for my updates let's see um the latest one was uh for sanctions for me so i think i have a couple of days to pay um, it was interesting. They they said I was indigent and they deemed me indigent and then they ordered me to pay $400 to the opposing counsel. Um, so I'm like, okay. And then the judge backdated the entire order by like a year. So I don't know what that is about, um, but it looks like, it looks like I only, okay. So it was in November, um, I think November 13th. 2023 is when I was ordered to pay this. And then um, I was ordered to pay it by February of 2023. So he backdated it to October of 2023. No, no. um, It was done. The order was done. I was in front of the judge, um, this latest judge. And I have so many judges. I really need to rattle them off because there's so many. Yeah, go ahead. I don't think that that's that's um, correct to do that. And some of these judges I've never even met. So I wasn't in the courtroom when they delivered these decisions about me. So I'm like, I don't know what's going on. So I would just really encourage everybody to get a hold of your paperwork. It is a treasure trove of like disasters yes exactly what happened yes and you know and if they don't record because a lot of them the ones that I wasn't in there for they didn't record conveniently 
they didn't record them, but they, they passed down orders and signed these orders as if I were there and I was not there, you know, so they block you from being able to be there, check your names on the orders, check, you know, the actual dates, whether or not the little card that comes in the mail, the certificate of service, whether or not they're using the same ones over and over, because that's what I'm finding in mine is the same card. It's literally the same one. And there's no year on it. Oh my God. So there's yeah. like all these little tricks that these lawyers do. And then these lawyers become judges. So we need to make sure that we know who's ethical and who's not and don't vote for the ones that aren't ethical. And I don't know. I mean, you guys be the judge. I'm just going to name off what's happening in my case. Mm -hmm. And who knows? Um, I know they're not ethical to me. No. My position is that, that this is horrible. You know, it's it's a violation of all rights, all constitutional rights, all, I mean, human rights, even all rights. Um HIPAA, ADA, I mean, you name it, all the rights are gone. There's no due process. There's no, there's no nothing. Um, so just pay attention. And I'm going to look for, and I'm going to look for my, um, I'm going to put everything down really quick and get my timeline that I'm working on streamlining all my timelines together. So the legal timeline and then um, I would highly recommend for other people. Hang on, let me get it. Um, oh, and I would like to recommend everyone make sure you go through your docket and go through all your dates. Because I remember after I had won at Superior Court, uh, I had gone to a Supreme Court attorney who saved my life. Wasn't for her, I'd be dead. And she looked through my docket and she said, there's so much missing from your docket did you know that and i said i wasn't even aware so, yeah like the fact uh, that you're not even in the courtroom is kind yeah. of yeah. Yeah. Uh, every every time they kidnapped my kids i wasn't in the courtroom every time we did it seven ooh. seven times in 15 years emergency ex parte emergency ex parte and that's what um that's another thing in north carolina uh, I read this article a long time ago about it because I was like, what the heck just happened, you know? And um, when you're trying to figure out what what is going on, um, I read this article. I think he was a, a civil court judge then. So this guy probably is good. I don't know. Um, you decide. But I think his name was Marty McGee or Martin McGee, Judge Martin McGee. And he was out of out of Concord, I think. Uh, I read it on UNC and um it, it really warned about lawyers that use ex parte orders and then follow them up with status quo orders as if uh, this was always the status quo and it wasn't the status quo. So, I never had it. I never even got to have a permanent trial. They just continue, just continue, continue, continue. And like uh -huh. what they did to me, an emergency ex parte is a lifetime of of this is okay this is the normal motion now no yeah. that's not how it works and that that's not good you know and people without money if you're left if you're being um uh, post-separation abuse out the wazoo financial abuse oh yeah legal abuse out, legal abuse it, it's abuse and and then they darvo that stuff look up that word darvo mm -hmm. you know and just uh, pretend that it's you it's like this big 
gaslighting campaign. Um, and it's not you. You're not crazy. Get out of there. You know, whatever, <laughs> whatever you're in that doesn't feel right is like your indication to not be in there. But get these little books too, like these little calendar books. And I write down mm -hmm. everything that happens in these books. And, you know, when, when he withholds them on Christmas, when he withholds them on their birthday, when, when they um, call block you so you can't talk to them on their birthday. Right, like right. That. Um, it's just, it's awful. It, but, and, and just to let people know, Darvo is deny, attack, and reverse victim and offender, just so people know. And, and people yeah. that I'm talking to um, around the country, really, that's going through these things, um, there's a lot of tie to the district attorney's offices. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, prosecutors, if they were a prosecutor, it's just, it's bad. Um, like the very first judge that I had that was supposedly, this is from my ex-husband who told, he tells me what he's going to do and what he is doing. I think he's just really needs that kind of confirmation or I don't know. I don't know why he does that, but this judge Kazakis, um, that, that man was a, and then I, I learned about him because I've never met him. So he handed down this order, stripping me of 50% custody right off the bat with that ex parte order. And I never went before him. I got served, but I couldn't get in the courtroom. They said there was no court for me. So when you look at paperwork, I mean, um, there's very good reasons why I wasn't able to get in the courtroom because it's, it wasn't me. <laughs> it's, it wasn't meant for me. You know, it's got my address on it, but it sure as heck doesn't have my name. So I was prevented from getting in. Um, so this judge Kazakis, apparently he sits on some kind of stop child abuse now board. When you Google that it's parenting path and they send all the people to parenting path to take all of these courses. So you have to, it's court ordered, you have to pay for it and you pay for all these parenting courses, you pay for supervised visits, you pay for all these things. And he sits on the board about stopping child abuse and, and I never got to see him. I oh never got to show him my evidence of actual child abuse, you know? I mean, my case, it literally was set off by gun violence to my kid. So, mm -hmm. you know, where my ex was trying to threaten me, like, look what I can do. And as far and you as tell them and tell them, I mean, he was literally on more than one occasion holding a gun mm -hmm. to your son's head while you're FaceTiming him. Mm -hmm. And this is your special needs child and Both using them, yeah. it to, you know, they used like, it to hurt me. That's fear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they, they use it against you as if I'm making it up. I'm not making it up. No. At all. But you have pictures. You have, have pictures. Pictures, pictures. And I gave them to everyone, by the way. I gave them to the police. And what did the police do? They called his actual, um, his attorney. They called up his attorney. I have the record of that, you know. I, and, and from Aaron Brock is his attorney. And Aaron Brock is, I heard from the grapevine, she's going to sit for judge soon. Oh, God, help us. Ha, I know. She has absolutely <laughs> no, I mean, this is just my opinion. What am I, right? Make that judgment call for yourself. But if anyone else has Aaron Brock as an attorney or is the opposing, get with me. You know, like we all need to, to do something about these things. Aaron Brock is the attorney and all these players, the custody evaluator, Dr. Samuel Gray. He was, according to my ex, his dad's friend from the court where he worked 
um, you know, uh, let's see. CPS. Your your ex's dad worked at the court, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. There to make that clear. In the court as a police officer mm -hmm. for Winston-Salem PD. So they were in the police, you know, it, he was in the court and he knows all these people from court. And he's like, I know all the judges. And he, they would tell my kids, we're going to win custody of you. We're going to change your names because we know oh all the judges. God. It is horrible. So all these players, all these judges that I don't even know, I never met. The Monopoly before. behind it's, the scenes. I've never met. Um, who's another one? Uh, Cleland. I never met that guy. Um, it says that I have orders and I, I've had stuff with that man as well. No, I, I do. Uh, I was before Judge Fine. I told him. Um, I did tell him. And I had an attorney at the time. I asked her to please be quiet. Never get an attorney either. Like attorneys... Just don't do it. I wouldn't uh -uh. spend money on an attorney. It's like lighting money on fire. Uh -huh. Just don't even go there. Like, I don't know what the heck I'm doing at all, clearly. Uh -huh. But I'm way better than suppressing my evidence and hiding. Well, the, two, the two times I've had an attorney in Mecklenburg County and Cabarrus County, my t attorney actually consented for a guardian at litem. I never had, mm -hmm. uh, like, DSS. I never had like a DSS, DSS never took my kids. I never had a reason. I've never mm. done drugs. I've never smoked a cigarette. I waited to have sex till I got married. Like I'm over multiple buildings full of old people. Like mm -hmm. I, like pretty much all I do is take care of people. And at the time I was working at the hospital and the ICU and the ER, running the ER, charge of the ER of people mm. like getting shot and getting, mm. you know, stabbed and like critical really bad situations not like if i if i was not sane like they try to make out mm -hmm. um i i couldn't like function in those kind of capacities mm -hmm. yeah um so it's it's just the the realistic even my judge in um in mecklenburg county gina color she even said from the court stand and has a court order I don't want to ever hear that this person is crazy again. I don't want to ever be brought. You can't bring this to as an, you can't bring it up. You can't bring it as a, um, as a, as a yes. Mm -hmm. And they can't ever call DSS or make a complaint on me in mm -hmm. Mecklenburg County. So that what did he do? So he, changed, he changed counties. He got a change what? of venue and changed to Cabarrus County. So mm -hmm. what I went through for 10 years in Mecklenburg County with the crazy wow. ordering psych evaluations and doing all this kind of stuff. He just moved to Cabarrus County and did the same thing. 10 years later, exact same thing, the exact same tactics, the exact same process, the mm -hmm. exact same thing. So Amy, uh, Judge Gina Culler actually was, was it one a good one for you? But yeah, let's highlight, let's highlight the good ones. I, I really want to do that too. Uh, I mean, there have been other be people that haven't had mm -hmm. such luck with her, but she was very angry because they were using her. Like they were saying she actually got. So what happened to her is they didn't elect her back to the um, bench. Wow. Oh, so she was off the bench for like mm -hmm. an eight month period of time. And then she was reappointed to the bench. Okay. During the, this eight month period of time, the guardian at litem that he he paid for like 60 gram for he paid for this guardian at litem the um the judge they actually put put it under this judge curitan 
um, that was like a brand new judge and his lawyer. Um, and honestly, I can't even think of which lawyer it was at the time. He had like every lawyer in, in Mecklenburg County. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it, so his lawyer at the time, they, they told the judge that um, Gina Culler ordered the guardian at Lightham and this lawyer said Gina Culler ordered this, this, and this. And uh, it was another psych evaluation. This is all the hell, how I was like getting put in jail and mm -hmm. um, all that stuff was happening to me. I was repetitively made to do the same thing at the same thing. It was like, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a provider, right? And I know about medical things. I know what a psych evaluation is. Mm -hmm. You don't go from like, oh, we did a psych evaluation. Oh, that's not the right psych evaluation. Yeah, so I know. Multiple, same thing. Multiple the same thing with Cabarrus County. Yeah, I went to two different people. They did their psych evaluation and the judge is like, that's not the right psych evaluation. You oh have to, you can't be like, it, the same thing. They tried to, he uh -huh. tried to put me in jail again for not doing a psych evaluation because that's what he got me in jail for, you know, 10 oh, years before. So it's like, yeah. like the same process. If I'm that crazy, I'm not going to be highly functioning, caring for six children and, uh, like buildings full of people and paying the bills. Uh, mind me, I'm yeah. taking care of my whole household and paying him $2,800 a month God. and paying the second ex-husband. Mm -hmm. I have an order to pay him $70,000 and the, and the crooked lawyer, Jay White, $30,000 all within a six month period of time. Jay White got all three of those orders. And I don't want to take up um, Amanda's time. I want to switch back to her, but I just want to say one thing that I kept, um, correct what I kept saying because you won in the superior court I always get the superior court and the I it was I'm in the supreme court I was not in the superior court mm -hmm. I get the two so I kept saying it wrong it was supreme court of Raleigh that I had an order that they removed not superior court superior oh, court is right. actually still in Cabarrus County but this was oh. even in Raleigh that this happened so, so Okay. You're saying that basically is the corruption going all the way to the top then? Yep. Yeah. That's, that's... Yeah. They all know each other. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I can prove this because when I was arguing in Superior Court for 50-50 custody, so I wasn't trying to take custody away from the father. I just was arguing yeah. for what my boys were telling me to argue for. Okay. So I went before these three judges. The one to the right was sleeping through a lot of people's hearing, you know, <laughs> got like maybe 80 lawyers in there to argue. And, you know, you might be number 15, but that might be at 2.30 p.m. OK, you know what I'm saying? And so I was watching all these judges up there and the, he was just sleeping. But when I got up there, somehow he awoke. And then he had been watching my YouTubes. And I mean, I was just being like a comedian on YouTube, like if, like, for instance, I had my vacuum cleaner and I said, if you want your lawyer to call, run this. And I ran the vacuum sweeper because every time my lawyer would call, that's when I would be cleaning the house and I couldn't, would never hear the call come through. So I was just being funny, things like that. But I also said, as a pro se, you don't have to pay a dime. You might have to pay court fees. You might have to pay child support, this or that, you know, but you don't have to pay a dime like to a lawyer. But as soon as I got up there to my podium to speak, and after I kind of finished, he sat back and says, 
but pro se's don't have to pay a dime, do they? <laughs> and I looked at him like, oh, you guys on taxpayer dollars are watching my YouTubes. Is that what's going on? <laughs> Whatever. That's where your taxpayers dollars are going to people. That's why we're here today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, um, I've, yeah, it's been crazy. So, um, so tell them more about just besides the gun being held to your oh, child's head. There's mm -hmm. been a lot of other things that have happened. Just oh. tell the public more of the things that you I, have brought to light. I mean, it's all just abuse. It's abuse mm -hmm. in every, every way. And um, they, they love these tactics of these lawyers. They love to get psyche vows. I mean, I was on calendar call, like oh. listening to <laughs> this lawyer, Erin Brock, literally her, her paralegal was on there. Uh, she's ordering psyche vows on everybody. Everybody gets a psyche vow <laughs> you get with her. So um, and multiple psyche vows. I mean, I've had, but get That's this. Okay. So the latest in my case um, she retaliated immediately. I, I did write um, one motion, uh, one, like one <laughs> in all of this paperwork, one. And they said that I'm the abuser. I'm oh. the legal abuser now because I wrote one motion. And I called out some, just a little bit of the conflicts of interest, not even all of it, just a tiny bit of the conflicts of interest and, and you know, asked for a, a trial, you know, mm -hmm. um, a new trial with a new judge so that I can give my evidence. Cause I've never, we've had all of these orders from all of these judges. You know um, I had so many judges and I keep, I keep getting different judges. I had like uh, even judges. I don't know, like Kazakis never knew him. Um, uh, he took away 50% custody and he never even got to see me. I never got to present anything. How do then I spell his last name? I'm so sorry. How do I spell Kazakis? I think it's K A Z. I don't know. K and K has. I, I, I could probably look it up. I Never think mind. it's this. I think it's a K A Z A K O S. Uh, that guy. Um, I mean, he was in the district attorney's office, I believe. Ah, uh, yeah, they the, are. Yeah, is the yeah. Ex, uh, former district attorney. They, they usually um, are. Yeah. Yeah. So the main, the main judge in Cabarrus County, like the head judge, is Christy Wilham, and she is proven to do all this crooked stuff for Jay White. She used to work in their firm. She used to babysit yeah. his children. Mm -hmm. And she ah. is now the head judge. And anything that Jay White brings before her to do crooked, like take my kids when I'm not there um, because yeah. I got remarried, you know? And oh. then, uh, so the thing, and, and now Jay White's favorite thing is, so if you start calling out these narcissists, so mm -hmm. like my ex-husband's a narcissist, his wife is a narcissist, his, uh, this lawyer, Jay White is a narcissist. If you start calling out how they screamed at you in public, how they behaved to you in public, how they treated to you in public, even my old, oldest daughter at, would act like that to me in public, like around other people, like it would be something totally like not even what was going on and she'd start like screaming oh, yeah. and blaming me right yeah. and so and i would be like what is even like what is even going on so then they'll come back to you this is what a narcissist does this is called gaslighting people that don't know what gaslighting is mm -hmm. then they'll come back to you right after behaving that way mm -hmm. and attacking you and doing whatever in this soft voice 
and this different kind of personality, almost like a dog. You know how you talk to a dog and you're like, if you don't do that, if you don't stop doing this, you're going to go to the sausage factory. You're going to go to the sausage factory. You're like telling the dog he's going to die if you don't act right. But you're talking in this really nice voice. Oh, so that yeah. everybody else around, everybody else around can make it look like, you know, I'm being, what she's saying is not the truth. I am a civil, civilized person because they want you to respond, like, get the hell away from me. So mm -hmm. this is my thing is I don't respond at all. The stepmother, she came up to me that she does it constantly. But even at the basketball game this weekend, she comes up to me in the middle of my five children, because one's at college, and trying to talk to them. This is the same lady screaming at me in the middle of the school. Telling the school I can't come into the school, that I have an order that never existed, that I couldn't come into the school. Having people scream at me, having people do. Mm -hmm. So she's trying to make a public scene mm -hmm. of that oh. we're getting along. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. My ex-husband, before he was remarried, she, he used to do that. He would come and like sit next to me. Ugh. You know, yeah. after the night before, he's telling me, I'm going to take your kids and you're never going to see them again. We'd yeah. be in a public area and he'd sit next to me and try to be mm -hmm. like, show yeah, other nice, people we're know? friends. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. what they want you to do is explode at them. So mm -hmm. then you look crazy. I think it was that book, Screaming on the Inside. Somebody told me to read Screaming on the Inside um, about that. But yeah, yeah, mine's doing the same thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. oh they all do it yeah yeah we sat right next to each other at the at the wrestling match you know i mean oh goodness. and he's like oh you just gotta get over what happened oh, fraud <laughs> yeah get over fraud and you frauded me of my children at all my money my life um i had cancer it's... i literally had cancer oh when he did this i couldn't do i lost my health insurance um i couldn't get any cancer care i couldn't afford supplements that i was on i mean it literally just happened he and now he's trying to make you lose your house right yeah yeah i'm supposed to like pay him ten thousand dollars or something they never considered my house they considered my house as marital it wasn't marital i had a free trader agreement on it he didn't want anything to do with my house oh. so now all of a sudden i'm supposed to pay him things i'm i'm supposed to yeah oh the car they love to do this his car is sitting in the driveway completely dead for years now like it's been a year and a half or so that I haven't even been driving it because one he wouldn't give me the title to it and uh -huh. he wouldn't give me the registration so it's lapsed so I kept getting pulled over all the time and it's like seriously like are, are you kidding and he was supposed to give me the title over and over and over and then his lawyer was my supposed ex to has never so I have an order to pay my car I had an order to pay my ex-husband, my second ex-husband, the one that beat me up and was in jail for six months, walking around naked in jail, painting the walls with poop, the floors with poop, so um, broke another, broke sprinkler systems in the jail, got another char felony charge. So he was, you know, has in the past even beat up police officers. There's articles out there. So they had an order for me to pay him. And what was what was your last sentence? Because I was agreeing with that. Um, oh, the car. So the car they had an know. order that this car that almost had 200,000 miles on it, this old Suburban, 
that I needed to pay him $20,000 for this car. Yeah. That was part of my $70,000 and that he needed to sign over the title. He's never signed over the title. Oh no, but I do, I do have insurance and registration on the car in my name because I guess the title is in his name. But the loan, I don't know. I think the loan at one point was in my name, but um, I don't know. But the car's paid off, obviously. But oh um, so anyways, I still, I'm like still fighting. Like you need to take that $20,000 off of this $70,000 yes. mm-hmm. for this car. And they said, um, Goldberg was supposed to be negotiating with this whole situation with Jay White. And they said this $30,000 that I had in a retirement account was supposed to be signed over to him. So essentially I would have, I've already paid him. If you to add this $30,000 to what I've already paid my ex-husband, I've paid him like 60,000 of the 70, but they still want to take me to court on February 21st to put me in jail for not paying him and Jay White because Jay White sent me a letter saying everything, all that $70,000 that I owe to Brad Urban needs to come directly to him. No, I don't, I can't just go against the order and pay Jay White because guess what I would have to do is pay the money twice. Mm-hmm. Hey, so, do, you, yeah. do you guys have the, um, do you guys have that, that Biden release? I think it was from April, uh, 2023 that literally describes all of our constitutional rights and how we can't, there is no debtors prison. We cannot be sent nope. to jail for not paying. So these people that keep saying, well, we can just go to jail you know, if I go to jail again, I have my crisis communication plan that will be executed promptly. You you will get word from my <laughs> people that I'm in jail. <laughs> and, you know, that's been abolished. That's been abolished in 1833. And I'm glad you have a, a plan in place. So, you know, your ex was supposed to give you what the title to this dead car. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> this the lawyer what? supposedly has it. And oh, he, he, well, you know what Brock I've been doing? It. It's in Aaron Brock's office. Oh, oh look at this. You know what? The mediators. The mediators. Is, you know what I would do? I would what? take that car. I would have a towed to the, this uh, Brock's. Uh, Aaron <laughs> Brock's. Put it on her lawn. Put it on her lawn and just say, okay, I'm done with it. It is yours. (laughs) Amen. What? Well, that's a a breach of contract, supposedly, but I never got, you got to know if you sign anything, but you're supposed to get what you sign at the time, right? That's another Mm -hmm. trick. Oh, we gave it to the opposing counsel. What the heck did you do that for? If I'm my own lawyer now, you got to give it to me or it's not valid. So uh-huh. anything that's signed with a mediator, which I wouldn't do any of that stuff, like, no, like, just use the word no, just say no. If uh-huh. it's wrong and it doesn't feel right, say no. You know, I'm tired of yeah. Of, the only the only mediator do. situation that I had was in um, Caber- I mean, Mecklenburg County, and we mediated child support, we mediated everything. And we went by the child support corrections at that time I had I had primary custody of my four my four kids because I was pregnant and had a one two and a three-year-old when my ex-husband pulled me down the a set of stairs pregnant mm-hmm. and then went to the court and claimed I was abusive yeah. so after I proved that he was not he was lying Matthew Bledsoe um then I um like got this all these orders about the financials and everything so the the problem was is he took off the one 
he was supposed to pay me $1,800 a month. And his lawyer in the mediation whited out the one. Like they gave me the the, the, the form with the one on there. Then they recopied the form and I could never find the original and they whited out the one. They whited out. Actually, uh, mine, like whatever happened in mediation, mediation is just like another word now for um, fraud. Corruption. Corruption, fraud. It's not mediation. It's literally like uh, if you're being threatened in the the mediation, don't, don't do it. If you're being coerced, threatened, intimidated, bullied, you know, it, it's all against the law. <laughs> like, don't do it. And then so, if they don't give you the forms, well, it's not, it's not even valid. And then they don't even take, they don't take what's on the form and put it in the order. They literally just put zeros. Like I do math and not, not very good, but I mean, I know it's zero and I know zero times anything is zero. Zero. My worth is not zero. I get zero. So she gets zero. She's indigent too. And she's got to pay this stuff. <laughs> so I'm like, what? How come the rich guy, you know, that's rich because I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I thought I was in a marital contract, right. And not, mm-hmm. and that you, you split, you get half. I, I didn't get shit. I didn't get anything. I got debt. I got compounding debt. That's it. Right. I only got debt. I so got, I paid, I paid a 70, $4,000 worth of bankruptcy debt from my first second ex-husband and I proved that in the court and I proved that in the um the supreme court okay I sent them the entire documents of every single payment that I made and everything but yet the court still made me pay him another $70,000 he's not ever paid me for the harm or like for giving me a black guy for beating me up for dragging me for attempting care. to choke me out you know i've never him. gotten any kind of like compensation financially for that and first of all brad urban has supervised visitation he doesn't pay child support at all he has supervised visitation of his children but yet i'm supposed to pay him seventy thousand dollars so is something crazy, is people. wrong with that and there's an active a DSS investigation right now on um Jay White and the entire DSS Ooh, situation. Yes. I'm told I'm told that Jay oh. White is being removed in in June, and maybe that's why they um in June the of lawyer? this year, 2024. Yeah, he's being removed from the DSS DSS child support DSS child oh. welfare and the county contract. So he's I guess all three of those are in the same thing. Okay, because he's already been taken off the school board. So. There was all these articles out there. There's already been all these articles out there about him, you know, uh, things that he's done to other people. I talked about the teachers get losing their license because they stood up to him at the school board. I talked about the grandmother that had custody of her, cho- the, her two grandkids. She went in for knee surgery and he put the kids in a group home and in foster care and signed the paperwork like he was a judge and he's a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, then he he did the same kind of they stuff with my too. child support. He sent an, an order trying to take out, uh, you know, nearly $2,800. It's like 27 something, something, almost $2,800. It's just easier for me to say. Um, uh, from my paycheck with his signature on it. It was no judge, no nothing, like six months before. So I never could actually pay the money from my my uh my work because my work has lawyers and was like this is just some random lawyer saying to pay this you can't it has to it has to be a judge 
Like mm-hmm. who knows how many other people he sent oh, like these false child support orders to to take money from people's account and there yeah. never was a judge order. Oh, I I did. Mean, if he did it to me, it's oh, gotta be audit that's a misappropriation of funds we need to learn yeah. some words misappropriation of funds M- miss uh what is it um there's another word that i thought was real i took some notes hang on i'm gonna i'm gonna look at some of these uh notes real here up oh, yep extortion um, <laughs> extortion is a yeah. good word um yeah, misalignment of of duty. Look at oaths of office and whether or not they've been signed as well. It tells you exactly what they are to do and you know whether or not they're doing that. Like I I just really pay attention to the things that your orders that that get passed down um and and on whenever we're looking at government funding and places that get government funding, we need to audit those things, you know, I mean, and make sure that when they say this is what we're going to do, that they actually do it. And what you're going to find is these huge gaps in what we say we're going to do and theoretical principles and actual applicable, you know, whether or not it was applied Mm-hmm. So it's like, um, you know, we're going to do all of these things. Uh, for instance, I've been looking at the VAWA funds, the Violence Against Women funding, and how that's going into our states. Start reading that stuff. There's an implementation plan for VAWA funds in our state, in North Carolina. And it tells you, like in the back, they have their reauthorization letters for all of this funding, right? And they tell you what they're going to do. So find out, did they actually do those things or not? You know, call the administration of the court, um, hold people to their fiduciary duties mm-hmm. and their oaths of office. You know, are they doing these things or are they not? Is it just a big... There's no immunity, like the judges have immunity though, then they have oh, no... not really. They say they do, but... They commit uh, fraud. They're not supposed to. They're not supposed that immunity. to. Um, child welfare, child safety, are they mandated reporters whenever you try to give them evidence and they say, no, we're not going to hear that evidence today. And that's a dereliction of duty, fraud upon the court. It's fraud. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just my opinion. What do I know? I'm not a lawyer, right? But I do know I'm not going to suppress my own evidence. I'm going to try and help my children. I'm going to try and help myself. I'm just trying to see my kids. Oh, and an update on my case, just for um, what happened was the retaliate after I wrote the one motion, just calling out a little bit of the conflicts of interest. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't exactly like the most tasteful thing to say, but it was it was true. Um, so and I get sanctioned and I get retaliatory judgments. But um, so they said, uh, you know, was I, I going to say about that? Oh, yeah, they were trying to take my kids away completely. Like she said, oh, she's crazy. She needs another psyche eval. This will be like, how many psyche valves does it take to prove I'm not crazy? Oh I'm not crazy. God. I am a victim of abuse <laughs> by these people that might make someone a little frustrated. Like, hey, right. th- this dude pointed a gun at my kid and no one's doing anything. Oh my God. You know, you people are underwhelmed. 
So that might look a certain way, but it's not, I'm not crazy. No. Um, so they wanted me to do another psyche valve treatment, more treatment for things I don't even have. And then they wanted um, me to remove all of her parental custody. So they tied the custody to me making one motion. So I'm not a fit parent all of a sudden. What? Because I made one because motion. Because you were trying to defend yes. yourself. Yeah. So because you were trying to defend yourself, they tried to shut you up. Because you tried to defend yourself, they tried to shut you the up. Only thing, so I'm trying to learn, like, what is it that I did? And then there's, um, so then I was on the show the last time I was immediately mm-hmm. on the show. I said what was happening. So I'm only just going to say what's happening to me. I don't know if it's happening to you guys. Pretty sure it is, but you know, what's happening to me and then y'all make your own decisions. But, um, and I thought, and I, I filed an ADA accommodation request, right. For American disabilities act. Okay. I had cancer. So even that's covered. Oh, I do have ADHD and attentive type. I always have. So I take Adderall for that, whatever. Um, and, and I've been diagnosed just recently with PTSD from the actual case. That's what it says. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the only thing. So yeah, I, I tremble when I get the mail and it's Aaron Brock every freaking week. No, it seems like it's every week, but it's a lot of mail from that woman. So I asked for accommodations, you know, I should be able to record my hearings, especially if I'm not in them. You know, that, that's a huge problem. If I'm not in the hearing, oh. how are judgments being done to me? So, and then when I am in the hearings, I should be able to record it or have it because when I go to the, the civil place right after and ask for my audios, sometimes I get other people's audios. They're completely not even mine. Like I'm not even on it. And so I can't depend on that. And the judge, the last judge said, well, you know, you have the the audios of the court and be very, very careful. Whenever you ask for an ADA request, I've asked for this ADA request for like ever. Okay. I was retaliated. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. You get retaliated against, but read the freaking thing. The judge, the last judge, um, Broles or whatever, there's, there's so many judges. There was like um, uh, Judge Vickery, there was Judge Broles, there was uh, Judge Fine, there was Judge Kazakis, there was Judge Cleland. I never even met that guy. Um, so several judges, I don't even, I don't even know, I've never met, um, that hand down orders about me. But um, anyway, she said um, she put it in a protective order all by itself and sealed it. And then she gave it to the opposing party. So under ADA, you can't just give it to the opposing party, the opposing right. council. So that, that just happened with my medical. I mean, that just happened with all my bank accounts. They just gave all my bank accounts, all my 2023 bank account statements from my both my business account and my regular account to the opposing lawyer. It was supposed to be given to the judge. The yeah. opposing lawyer was not ever supposed to have it. I wrote mm-hmm. like this is a. Uh, like under seal this is and she just took it back there and yeah. gave it to him and I i'm like said, i don't do not give this lawyer i really don't have a lawyer i have no defense right now and then they were like oh we're missing half of them and i'm like i i think they were trying to find a reason to con- continue so i said okay well i'll go send them electronically i go sit in the car and send it electronically <laughs> but i looked in my folder in my car where the original documents were it wasn't missing any of them so i think that was a lie it's like, a lie. It's oh, a yeah. lie. How, how are they missing? The bank is the one that, that printed out January through December. I print out, uh, like, all you have to do is click January through December and click every single month. It's just a click at the top, and it prints all that whole year out. Like, 
they didn't they don't they don't every other month print a statement the bank is not stupid so it was they were trying every single time they try to make it out like it's on you of why the continuance is happening it's mm -hmm. on you my ch my child is or why you have to go to court to ask for something okay right. i needed this title how many times I've got documentation from each lawyer trying to get a stupid van title. You know, why is she holding it for? Does she not know I have another car? Like I had to go get another car because of that move, that one move. I'm going to disable this woman's ability to drive legally with her children. I mean, that is just so low. It's it's post-separation abuse. It's financial abuse. It's legal abuse. It is. Completely. So Amanda, um, what's going to happen Oh, when is your next? Well, I want to tell you um, exactly the the thing that happened since the last um, since the last court date was she removed. OK, so she said, uh, take away her kids, make her do another psyche valve, make her do all this treatment, uh, suspend all contact between her and her children. Because I wrote one stupid motion, like one and um, do all these things. And then I, I did the ADA accommodation request that they never approved, by the way. They oh. gave me a continuance, but they won't approve it. And by the way, um, I just want to touch on the ADA again uh, in a second. But so they never approved the order. They put it in a protective seal. Um, I guess that means I'm not supposed to give it away or something. But hey, you can go to these other ADA training. Like this has become a PhD for me. Right. Anyway, so I'll go through that. Um, but then so they, they took away your psych evaluation. Like then they took it away. Way. Then yeah, ever since you filed the ADA accommodations and stopped making show. her so do psych evaluations. So I don't know if it's I don't know if it's because of your show, Marianne, or <laughs> if it's because I put in the ADA request. But one of the two, you know, I'm like, okay, these things add up. Uh, something happened, and then all of a sudden, I'm not crazy anymore. It's crazy. Oh, suddenly you're not because I, suddenly I'm not crazy with, with with you and Amy. Like especially like like Amy's a nurse and I was a nurse. How do you go from taking care of extremely, uh, you know, patients that are in dire need of medical care mm -hmm. and you're doing this every day and then suddenly you're batshit crazy? Yeah. And now, Amanda, when, okay, so when is your court date? You don't know. So you don't know, but when- I don't, I don't think I have one. I think, I mean, my ex says, well, they're just going to roll the temporary custody into permanent custody. That's what they did to me. That's what's going to happen. I mean, he told me the play-by-play, -play and I record my body whenever I talk to him. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Last night, he's like, you're recording me. I know you are. I was like, um, you know, no, maybe, I gotta, maybe I'm not. <laughs> I got to say this. To put someone who has been through cancer a couple times, such as you, Amanda, through this legal abuse, which is in the DSM, I might, oh, yeah. you know, is that is uh, emotional abuse onto you as well. Yes, and it legal is. legal abuse syndrome should be the the title of what's going on with you over PTSD because it's yeah, it's it similar. Is. It's in the same category. And but it's in it's, this book, Unlocking Justice by Unlocking. Karen Hufford, Dr. Hufford. She has died, but she is the one, uh, Jay Shore, the leading ADA advocate around here. And then I think Francesca Amato is another one. Um, Malibu Dallas, he has a slant for CPS, but they're all very good. And they were trained by this lady. 
And it is, it is um, a portion, a category of um, PTSD. Actually, you know, like, I think we all have complex post-traumatic stress disorder because we've been going through this for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how it was explained to me is like when you have post-traumatic stress disorders from one incident, like say you have a car accident, but then yeah. nothing weird happens to you like again for a while, we'll say. But then like for us and other people, other moms and dads like us that are good people that are constantly going through this legal abuse year after year after year, it's a complex post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm -hmm. And these judges and attorneys are taking advantage of this. Yes, very much. I mean, they are creating the PTSD and then they are using it or attempting to use it against you to take away your kids and say you shouldn't have your kids. So or you're you're, talk about it. You can't if you're pro se and you've got all your files, for instance, like is this is just crazy. Um, The amount of stress. I don't want to be a lawyer. I don't want to. I don't want. And then people say, oh, you should just become a lawyer then if you have to do all this reading and you have to, no, no I'm not going to be a bar whore. Like, no, no, no bar whoring for me. I'm in any way, not even a lawyer. So <laughs> I, I used to always, I don't know if you guys all know that Reba McIntyre song about the nights, the lights going out in Georgia. I used to always change it to Carolina. I would be like, that's the night that the lights went out in Carolina. Yeah. And I would change. That's the night that they hung an innocent woman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and don't rest assured <laughs> or your soul. Something about don't don't tr- uh, don't trust your soul with no backwood southern lawyer. Yes. The judge in the town oh. has blood stains on his hands. Oh my it's god. Not true. It's I got so the true. Chills. Yeah. There literally is a girl right now. So there's a big issue right now that if you ask for help, you're punished. Yes. In Cabarrus County and in Mecklenburg County, we're seeing over and over again, even in your county. So in Forsyth County, and this is all in North Carolina. Forsyth so has ties straight to the North Carolina administration of the courts, too. So for Forsyth County. And so if you ask men for child support like Sabrina Berry did, all of a sudden, they do criminal charges on you. They mm-hmm. he, he sent someone to beat her up. Like, mm-hmm. all this kind of crazy stuff for asking for child support for a child that's four years old and he's never helped her with. Mm-hmm. And then he's trying to put her in jail for him never coming to see his own child. Like, he's never initiated to see her. Like, say he was supposed to get her from this day to this day. He'll randomly ask, like... Mm-hmm not even on his time oh can I see her for like a couple hours and she's accommodated that a lot of times but mm-hmm. maybe a handful of times not accommodated that then then she should go to jail for it. right now they're trying to put her in jail for like that like all of a sudden just because she asked for child support right there's a girl named Yolanda Yolanda in Cabarrus County she reported that her ex-husband, it, it, this, and and also Sabrina reported some sexual inappropriateness happening at the dad's house. So anything, this Yolanda person reported some things that were going on at the dad's house, and there, you know, she's remarried, and nobody was doing anything. DSS just ignores it. You, you yeah. report sexual abuse or anything going on with sexual inappropriateness, they ignore it. 
And so well, she called no, Raleigh. They used it against you. Yeah, yeah. Yes. She called Raleigh, the people over DSS in Cabarrus County, and was like, what's going on? Like, they've never investigated this. I'm concerned because I'm still sending my children back to this environment. And guess what they did? They immediately came to her house and took her kids from her. Yeah. Wow. You know what, and, now, and now shaming, claiming that she's crazy. And her kids have been taken from her since August. And this yes. is for no reason because she asked for she asked for an investigation. Yeah. So now she's crazy. So mm -hmm. then there's another there's another story in Cabarrus County against um, Jay White manipulating, harassing. These people have been standing up at the school board about Jay White and Christy Wilhelm about similar situations to what's happening to me. Their daughter, uh, it was a grandfather. He he went to DSS for resources for his grandchildren and his and his daughter that did have some special needs or some sort of mm. need. She needed help for something. So instead of getting the help that she needed, and he had moved them all into her his house, and he needed some resources. Instead of getting the help that she needed, Jay White took her on stand, took her out, like went off on her how she's horrible, how blah 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 tore down into a million pieces like essentially made out like dss needs to take your kids even though he had moved the kids in with him the grandfather the the girl left the courthouse and killed herself <gasps> all right okay so this is where okay let's wait 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 you know what this what? is where we should start holding people with uh, attempted murder these judges and attorneys with attempted murder and so this, it even gets worse, that way. right Somehow. after she dies, right after she kills herself, DSS comes and takes the kids. Okay. They come to the house. So the, so the, children don't, uh, the, kids. the children don't even, uh, don't have to deal with their, the mother dying and be in there and also being ripped from the grandfather and the, oh my the home God, of the grandfather. Horrible. So the grandfather has is now still sitting on all these meetings and trying to speak out about Jay White and trying to speak out about Jay White. And they just keep saying, give this man a gag order, give, shut this man up, shut this man up. He can't talk anymore. Like essentially trying no, to make okay, out Those kind of people, there are three committees three committees in North Carolina that I'm aware of the the one is that influences um, family court. Um, so, and to my knowledge, there's no survivors on these committees, but they are open to the public. So look at the committees. Um, there's one for the committee on um, the influences of family court. There's another domestic violence. That's domestic violence right there, but domestic violence um, committee and then there's one, I think that's uh, the Council of Women and Children. And all of them, they don't, to my knowledge, they don't have survivors. They have coalition against domestic violence. They're not going to do anything. They, they don't care. And they don't voice our concerns. In, to, this is my opinion, but they're not voicing our concerns on those meetings. So they are online and they are um, open to the public. So you can flood those meetings. You can flood your legislators. Legislators are able to, to intervene. They do have oaths of office and they are able to intervene. It's an election year. Let's make it count guys. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, that is just awful that that has happened. The, the next Cabarrus County meeting is Tuesday night at 6 PM. 
Um, and what needs to happen is people need to stand up because now these people, this man, this grandfather is still showing up to these meetings, but they won't let him speak. He's just sitting there in silence. For him. What, yeah. what is it? It's when? in Cabarrus County at 6 p.m. I don't know the location of it. I'm, I am going to go, but I can't. I, I don't know the location. We'll ask Sabrina Berry to get the information for the for the um meeting. And that's but the thirteenth, the thirteenth of February. Yes. Okay. And, and I, we need to fill these rooms up yes. with people. Yeah. If anyone else hears this video and Jay White, Jay White, Jay White, there's gotta be a whole lot more stories. Yeah. Okay. You're, you're there's a lot more stories about Jay White. Also, that's why he's being yeah. removed from the county contract in June. Mm -hmm. And they're holding out my my I guess they're holding out my whole entire you know, order, but somebody's got to be telling the truth that I did have a Supreme Court order. Right. Um, and right. somehow it's just removed. The crazy thing is the PDF from the um, Supreme Court just randomly automatically updates. Like there's this PDF that actively changes. Yay. You can click on it and the, all the documents and all the stuff on the PDF changes. Oh my God. Did you and download so it? I had already taken pictures. Yeah, I had already taken pictures with, and it had the correct date at the top, but it'll change the date and it'll change to now. And then it goes back and forth to like, just totally looking different every couple of days. Like it, it was even on like December 16th, as opposed to now. And it's like, you can go click on a PDF that was back in August of last year, where it showed that my case was still open. And if you clicked on it in August, my case was still open. His dismissal of my case was dismissed. That was all removed from the PDF, but I have pictures of it. Oh, it's his dismissal. His dismissal yeah. was dismissed back in February of last year. And he told the whole court of Cabarrus County that my Supreme Court order was dismissed, but his attempt to dismiss it was dismissed. Oh, and, that's and now that th now that's removed completely off the docket, like he never even attempted to dismiss it up the, in February of last people's. year. Um, a, a lot of times in the in the higher courts, whenever you get dismissed, like I have one lady a friend that she's an older woman that um, her federal suit is you know still in, and it was dismissed twice. So it gets dismissed, and then she kicks it back and says, "No, this is why we're going to keep it in." And then they dismiss it again. And then she kicks it back and says, this is why you're going to keep it in. And it's still holding. So just because it's dismissed once doesn't mean it's dead in the yeah. water. It means it's I'm refiled. I've re I'm in the process of refiling it again. Mm -hmm. Because I have two judicial standards open investigations. Oh, That's hilarious. Hey, on, I have um, something to say about judicial standards. On uh, the judicial standards open investigations on Christy Wilhelm and Nathaniel Knutz. Christy Wilhelm assisted Jay White's in kidnapping my children. And then she was, you know, mocking the ADA accommodations. And the, the only thing that Christy Wilhelm did do good, and I honestly think that that was my prayer of confusion in the an enemy's camp, she stood up from the from the podium and said, Jay White can never uh, represent Matthew Bledsoe, your ex-husband, and, and you can never be asked for child support in Cabarrus County. But Donna Johnson didn't put it in the order. She just omitted that part of her order, but oh, it's, it's still on, on record. So the thing is, is even when J the problem is, is even when Christy Wilhelm tr tries to stand up to Jay White and does what's right and changes it around, 
They don't even write down what she says. They just, oh, she didn't say that sentence. Yeah, I, I noticed that the opposing attorney always writes the judge's orders. Why is Yes. Oh, my God. I know. That's in me, too. That They're oh. like, oh, well, we gave it to her. What did you do that for? I don't trust that. And they, they'll write take your six own orders. What? They'll take six months to write it and then be like. Well, they backdated it. be like, what even is the order? They backdated yeah, it. You can't backdate well, things. You can't well, backdate it. You can't backdate anything. Well, you can't backdate a You're indigent. You're poor. You're yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we, and man, you can't backdate okay. orders. Yeah, I mean, it's the same as a doctor order. I can't backdate my order. Yeah, backdate a doctor's order. Is that Amanda? You know, and also, you know, nothing can happen to you. I, I'm just saying. Okay, so it, I don't have four hundred dollars. I don't have one dollar. If, if, if they put you into debtor's prison, knowing that you have had cancer multiple times, okay? Well, no, I had it. I had it, and then I had it. I had my breast removed, but right whenever whenever I had my breast removed, that's when he was trying to leave me. So it was less than a year. It was like eight months, you know? Well, well, you've got this so, history of it and yeah, I have a history diagnosis of, of it. Oh, and I couldn't check it. I couldn't check it. Cause I lost my insurance. Cause they took it away in my right. door that I wasn't able to get in the courtroom for. See, and I think a lot of people don't know that when you are in debtor's prison, the judge says, you're going to jail. You're going to jail. That's what mine said to me. But it's actually prisonous, what it said so on the building. But people are under the assumption that you will get your medications in these prisons. Globally, you will. Oh. This is a human rights violation. Yeah. And wow. everyone is suffering with this. I feel sorry for any prisoner, innocent or you know guilty, if you have a toothache whatever i just cannot imagine when i went in i was praying to god nothing weird would happen medically with me mm. and, and i'm telling you even with symptoms of you know chest pain i asked to go to the er the guard laughed and said we don't do that here and it's like um you well, had a heart attack in jail well it was, it was getting there but five months later i had the heart attack mm-hmm yeah, so this is what I'm telling you, people. Um, and they say, "Well, wh why can't you just drop? Where's the door? Where's the door?" Oh, <laughs> well, you know, listen to that podcast. We defrauded you of your children and all of your money, and you know, and now we're gonna charge you and and keep you tied to court ordered BS that doesn't. That well, you know, funny you should say that. Um, I did a podcast with Alicia Clark. Oh, yeah. That was February 3rd. Mm -hmm. and that was season five, episode 68, where she said opting out of family court. I'll let you listen to it. You can make your own decisions, people. Your decision, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, how can you be reached, Amy, if you if anyone needs to contact you with any questions? Well, let's let's go the route of reaching through you because um, okay. yeah. do what you it, like it's I don't really do email at all. And um like, I don't even do it with my patients and stuff. Everyone just calls me directly. And I, I like, they can, you know, um, they, break in they, can look, they can look me up. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm on Instagram. I'm on all those kinds of things. So they can message me through stuff like that. Facebook. Um, so mm -hmm. I, you know, we just need to stand in numbers. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I want to bring up Jesse's law in North Carolina. Okay. 
Um, if everyone can, can go support that it's on change.org or, um, or Facebook. Um, so Jesse's law, it's J E S S E. And it's for a child that died. Like, I think they've been trying to pass that thing since, since 2012, uh -huh. you know, like how many dead children is it going to take to actually, um, put child safety as the number one concern to trump all best practices, mm -hmm. like the best practices of, of the best interest of the children. Basically it's the worst interest of the children, but, um, the best interest of the children, child safety should be number one, even in litigation. Mm -hmm. And it is not. And when you oh. go to the police or the sheriffs or anyone and, and you are trying to file charges for a crime that has occurred, um, you should be able to file charges for a crime. And these are crimes happening to, uh, you know, mainly women and children. And, and the problem in North Carolina, you, though, but, is if it happens to us as women, like the, the stuff, hysterical. a lot of the stuff that happened hysterical. to me. Hysterical. Yeah. And it, histrionic does not mean hysterical, by the way, but um, they like to say that it does. And those little slips of words, know your words, people. Yes. Not. Yeah. If it happens to us, they claim that it won't happen to the children. Mm -hmm. um, that So like my my situations were not my word against his word. Um, you know, my ex-husband tied me hostage in the house and the police had to get him out get um get me out from being tied into a room um you know and that was great did, for your mental health and then he beat mm. up a police officer um you know then he was acting crazy in the jail like walking around pa yeah. painting the walls with poop you know stuff like that uh breaking sprinkler systems and that they couldn't control him so this was not my word against his word even the same judge Judge Nathaniel Kamnutz was the one on my domestic violence stand where he threatened to kill me on the stand. And that's the same judge that gave me an order to pay him $70,000. Yeah. And he's like, who, who needs oh, the well, psych eval? I'm going to ask well, you. Jay White, he goes, well, Jay White asked for you to give post-separation support, alimony, and equitable distribution and i only gave you equitable distribution and i proved and i gave like the 50-1 50-2 i gave the law and everything and i said if there's abuse if there's proved abuse and there was two convictions of felony i mean um misdemeanors of assault there should have been the second one should have been a felony because he did it to a couple days apart mm -hmm. so your second conviction of um of assault on a female should be automatically moved to felony charges. Right. Well, a lot of this and, stuff in family court should be moved to criminal court. That's oh, what I think. Criminal. Let's just get rid of family court, put it into yeah. civil court. That way things can be moved into criminal court a little bit quicker than what we're doing here and destroying families. And, you know, and family court destroys families. And even if like, I would have definitely, I tried to work with, with this abusive man, but it, it's I had no idea that the family court system no. um, was completely unjust. I would never stepped foot in there. Uh, I would have never paid any lawyers anything ever. Um, they are this whole. I mean, I've spent two hundred fifty thousand dollars on lawyer fees, two hundred fifty thousand dollars. He spent over a million. 
uh-huh. kidnapping and taking it's, my kids. I, I think, and I, I tell parents who call me, I say, okay, so what you want to do, if you want, if you, if you can't do it by yourself, if you can't do pro se, yeah, try to find, I know, try to find a lawyer outside of your city that can come in there that doesn't play the good old boy game and doesn't care. And so in, and like the one I had, God bless her. She was also a litigator and she wasn't a, you know, necessarily family court, you know, attorney. She was a litigator, a Supreme court attorney, and she did her job. And that's what I paid her for. And I felt like I got my money's worth. And, you know, um, I will need a naughty and nice list. Uh, yes. And I think I'm going to have you guys back on and we're going to do that. So I'm going to have, I'd love to have you both back on and, um, you'll have to keep me posted on things, but, um, um, there's a new movie too. It's on, uh, YouTube called we, the parents, we, the parents, and it's a really good, um, um, description of what happens in family court. And also some of the wins like Texas, um, he got a, uh, this this dad got a bill passed that gives him back every time. time that has been taken from him. I need that. I need that. Every bit. Because of you that. can't get the time because, back. Yeah, you can't get the time back. And, they, they, you know, by the time it gets to this level and this level and this level and it's finally in right. high court and stuff, our kids are frigging grown. Oh, They're exactly. Grown. Well, that's and that. watched this deterioration of their mother. Uh-huh their their other parent their non-custodial parent i mean this is this is just for the birds we yeah. need to we the parents don't even go into court like if you don't, don't yeah don't go in there and that texas house bill 969 which claudia ovias passed was the custodial interference um bill where um law enforcement is going to have to take some lessons on how to handle these custody orders for visitation and that's where that time back came along with that one too. Okay. Time so, taken back or something like that. I, I can never in yeah. that parents movie. Um, you can reach out to them. You can get these these model legislative pieces and start demanding that our legislators actually do something up in Raleigh. You know, I don't know what they're doing. Nothing. I don't know. Nothing. But um, they're definitely not protecting kids. That's for we darn- just have to pray that we have to pray that God restores in an instant what has been taken over our lifetimes we just Mm -hmm. ask that right now in jesus name that all our enemies just come into a confusion and that they turn on themselves and it says that in the bible that the the enemies were going to turn on themselves we uh, we we command with the authority of the lord jesus christ that all corruption comes to light yes right now in jesus name we take the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ that this corruption will end today, this moment, this minute. And and we're going to pray in unity that yes. that our counties will start with our counties, that it'll yes. just overturn, that all of a sudden that we're going to get justice, that these these playing monopoly behind the scenes, that anyone that's, pay, that's playing in this monopoly and will not turn and repent and turn to him will then be removed from mm-hmm. that from their position of power i think god has actually given these time these people time to not go to hell you know yeah, he, that's the only reason why the delay of the justices is god is giving these people time to repent and not go to hell because the hell is eternity hell is eternity hell mm-hmm. is eternity like 
there's a lot of people going straight to hell for what there's what's going on right now. And he he's a just God, but mm -hmm. he's only going to give you a, a matter of time. And that time is up. We've already won our case in the courts of heaven, and it's just coming forth on earth right now. In Jesus' name, we command justice. We command our mm -hmm. return of our time. That's what we need. Return of our time. Return of our mm -hmm. finances. Everything mm -hmm. to be restored. Mm -hmm. Time yes. sevenfold, it says. Everything that was taken is going to be restored time sevenfold. My, my ex even said, what do you want? I said, I, I want what is mine. Mm -hmm. You know, what is also mine. I want you to undo what you did. That's right. what I, want. I want you to oh. undo it. Well, um, he, he did say he was going to take the car away finally. So, well, maybe, you know, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see make, him, make him pay $20,000 to remove it from the yard. <laughs> remove your piece of crap in the driveway, please. I need $20,000 for that. This, the Bible actually. I like this version, the NIV version. It literally in Isaiah 54, 17, the no weapon, no weapon formed mm -hmm. against you will succeed and you will refute any accusations raised against you in court. Bam. It's literally in the Bible. And that's so, Isaiah 57? 54, 17. Um, so yeah, I've been reading way Love too it. many. Love it. Um, that, the last thing before, I'm, I know I keep letting you go, but that Jenny Weaver song is my 2024 song. And it's like, the devil can't have me or my family. This is an eviction notice to the enemy. The chain breakers in the room. I said the chain breakers in the room. Yeah, the devil can't have me or my family. This is an eviction notice to the enemy. The chain breakers in the room. You you guys, we're all chain breakers. We're breaking the chain of the enemy. We're breaking the ties. We're breaking the ropes to the enemy. The ties that have been tied up on our kids, the demonic mm -hmm. curses of the past, the generational curses of the past. We're breaking those chains. We're breaking those ropes right now in Jesus' name. Our kids will not live this hellacious life. Oh. They will not be, they will not be tortured. They will not be um Live, they won't live the cycle of hell. We're breaking no. it. We have We're breaking to. it. We have we, to. And I totally right. appreciate you both. And anyone who needs to reach Amanda Story or Amy Palacios, please come through uh, the dismantlingfamilycourtcorruption.com. I will put that in the podcast notes. You guys don't jump off. Slam the Gavel is a podcast to help the public understand what really goes on in these family courtrooms. I am your host, Marianne Petri, author of Dismantling Family Court Corruption, Why Taking the Kids Was Not Enough, and Cry Out for Justice, Poems of Truth, and Raised by These Wolves, How Family and Federal Courts Are Failing Our Children. Join us again here with Amy and Amanda in the future. You can find me on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Anchor FM, iHeartRadio platforms I don't even know about. And please feel free to donate to buy me a coffee to help keep this podcast going. I thank you both for joining me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.